Wiggins. And this is Black, black Hipster. Hipster. Where we talk about black pop culture. Gay pop culture. Black gay pop culture. And, and sometimes, sometimes other shit. shit. You kind of flexed on that sometimes. You came in a little early oh, on to, me. You know, trying to find you, my, my place. You know, we, you came we, in a little early on me, boo. Well, well I'm trying to show my good. strength. Well, I'm I the mean, man on the good. podcast. Like, why are you trying to flex on me, bro? Listen, I'll let you have your time. So, would you would you like to add it? <laughs> <laughs> the next time, you'll come in first. The next time, we'll have you come in first. I usually do come in first. Well, your name is first on the on the podcast. <laughs> 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 what you've been doing, like, you know. 95% of the work. For, oh, you know. don't say that, honey. Well, you know. This is a joint effort. It's a joint effort. I'm just, I mean, I couldn't sit here and just talk. I'm, I could, but I don't know how many people there, will want to listen to it. Is there a podcast where the person just kind of ruminates, like just talks yes. about... There are plenty. Oh, my God. First of all, have you ever listened to um Bomani Jones? Who is that? He don't have guests. Who is that? <laughs> um, He's like a um a sports... Journalist, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to get this right because he's journalist? big. Okay. I mean, because he's big and he's his show is huge. So. Does he like he covers all sports, like or just basketball or? Yeah, just sports. He doesn't just. Why you have to say basketball? Because his name is Bomani. No, I wasn't black. sure because I know why the, you went there though. Because I know that ESPN. Nobody covers he, just basketball. Like that's very rarely. Like on a on a podcast. Oh my! I don't know. Basketball is a big, huge sport. There's so, is so many different teams. So is baseball but and football. Even I, soccer. Well, I guess I'm pretty sure nowadays you have. Nowadays, of course, you have people who cover all those sports. But I'm just thinking about my first thought was those channels with ESPN where they have. Um, yeah, I think he is an ESPN. Like, I'm pretty sure he's an ESPN. But when they podcast. have those guys. You know, like Shaq or Charles Barkley, and these are former athletes. But even when they have people on there who are not former athletes, I guess they're only talking about that particular sport, mainly because that's in season. So they are talking about or if baseball when the, baseball right. yeah. is not in or season. At the game. But then they are like, having Shaq. I don't know too many. I always assumed, because I never paid attention to sports and I never actually thought about it. Like, if a, you're a, an athlete, you're, and what is it, a sports journalist. Yeah, I guess you... you right, because you were going to go there, and I was going to... the. I was, was going to go? You're like Shaq, and he would only be covering basketball. Shaq's not a journalist. That's what I'm saying. He's, no, 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 <laughs> I know that. He's a former athlete, no, no, so no, he saying. knows the game he knows. Yes, a, 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 a sports journalist right. will cover other things. Right, because they're going to be things. versed in everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I've seen the news, and I know they have those journalists, <laughs> and so they cover everything. Duke Castillo like, on Fox news. was covering all... I love you. I'm not watching. When you say things like that, that (laughs) remind me of why we're friends. I'm not watching Sports Center. (laughs) Because I've seen the news. I guess journalists be knowing other things. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying, to my my point, they'll have Duke, who will cover... He's on Fox, one of the the Fox channel I used to watch in the morning. He covered all sports. (coughs) They would, Duke, let's talk about hockey. Duke, let's talk about basketball or tennis. Mm -hmm. And he would speak on those. Speak on all of those. Yes. Yeah. It uh, smells like cologne in here. I lit a candle. Oh, Is it bothering you? No, it's not. I'm just like, it very much smells like men live here. And not in a bad way, but it's like... With that candle? Right. Like, we would never burn that at my house. Like, it's it's just very masculine. I thought it was like a man's cologne or something. Oh, my gosh. Well, it's... it's, I got it from Ness. Mm -hmm. Ness Fragrances, and I love... You know I know um, Ness Fragrances. Yes, you do. Wait, did I give you that candle? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. 
I don't know what fragrance. I gave up so many nest you, fragrances. No, no, no. You gave me two. You gave me know. the white linen fragrance uh-huh. and two of the white linen fragrance. But then Josh bought. Uh, we were at Nest, and Josh got me this box. This oh, it was the pop up on Elizabeth. No, no, no. It was their actual store. I thought they had a store on Elizabeth. It was a pop up. They might have kept it though. They, but they, in, in the during the holiday season, they opened it as a pop up, and they were trying to see if they were going to keep it. Maybe they kept it because we went back there, and mm-hmm. we it was across the street from La Lava. La Lava, which I freaking love. I got Josh for his birthday one year, Christmas, or something. This La Lava fragrance, Santel 33, which is amazing. And then I got it. I, yeah, I gave it to him for Christmas. You are talking so fast Oh, right sorry, now. sorry. Why are you talking so fast? I don't know so why I'm fast. talking so fast. I'm like, I need to get information that isn't really relevant out of out there. But no, we <laughs> I got him this Santel um, 33 by La Lava for his birthday. I don't, because we were in the store one day and he smelled it. And I all, you know, they blew up like last year, two years ago. A lot of my coworkers and like people at events were wearing them and they love them. Mm-hmm. And so um, I got him the fragrance. He, I gave it to him for Christmas. His mom loved it so much that he got it for his mom for her birthday like two weeks ago. Um, and, are they about to run us a check for this? Uh, it's like advertising right well, now. I, yeah, I'm pretty sure every, but it, it smells really good. But the Nest candles I also love. Because mm-hmm. you know how you bring home a candle and well, when you're in the store and you're smelling it, oh my gosh, it's great. And then you burn it. You're like, I can't smell any of this. Right. No, Nest, Nest candles are very fragrant. Oh my gosh, so they fragrant. They are. And these are the small diffusers, ones. everything. Oh, the diffusers They're really are freaking good. amazing. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Unfortunately, some poor inmate out in Rikers probably made them candles for four cents. Oh my gosh. Well, <laughs> an yes. hour. An, an hour. Yeah, yeah, because that leads us into, you know, one of our topics today about prison. See how I do that yeah, That was That was a good Oh, segue. your girl know how to it's do a good a segue. Yes. It is, it's like, it's almost like, you know, you're guiding the conversation and it's like, listen, girl, we're going to cut that off and we're going to go into what we need to talk about. <laughs> it's, it's good. It's good. We were getting a little bit into these fragrances we were, a little hard. Bad, I wasn't really bad. sure where we were going exactly. with a little bit of well, it. bring it back. Bring well, it back. Well, and the Lavo, you can also cut that check, mm-hmm, by mm-hmm. the way, for all all eight listeners. <laughs> if, if, if one of our eight listeners goes out and buys they are dedicated, a Nest fragrance, dedicated I want my money. They buy everything we talk about. <laughs> but yes, so oh. the prison labor, right. um, the, our prison system, um, legal through the 13th Amendment, and um, that um, abolishes slavery, but also allows um, for you to work, do manual labor for anyone, any company, um, if you're in um, incarcerated for a punishment uh, for a crime, right? So which is the only reason why you would be incarcerated, yeah, incarcerated exactly. in the United States. So, and um, this is something that was widespread because I know most of us know about um, different programs where in the in prison, like we've heard, they make what do you call those the license, car, plates. license plates and yeah, all these everybody things. Everybody always that was, that's the running joke yes, in the U.S. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and this this type of labor um, has been around for many years in the 1920s, where they the chain gang, where they would tie the the men up, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure in some cases women, and would have them work on like the railroads and all of these things. It's been a way that uh, America has been um, able to get cheap labor, mm-hmm. and also you know besides slavery, b- besides slavery, yes. Because uh, now we have the issue of some people like last year um, they had a um, some there were a lot of protests in prisons where people were saying we need safer conditions, we need the working environments to um, basically be safe for us. We want to make sure that we have the right equipment to work. We want to make sure that we're working the right hours. And also it's an issue of payment, where these, in some states, they can get paid as little as like four cents an hour. Right. And Oh, I wasn't joking when I said yes, that. Yes, it, it's insane. It's a real number. And, you know, there also is an issue of companies, like larger corporations, mm-hmm. like whether, and this was a list that Forbes um, put out, 
other websites that put out corporations that we go to for um, what is it Starbucks and Whole Foods and um, McDonald's. McDonald's and they are using prison labor to to sort of help to, to help their business to help their bottom line right. and I think on one end I'm looking at it like okay as long as they're paying them fairly as long as they're, but they're not them, paying them they're not fairly, which they're is not the, the biggest issue and then also the fact that you know, they want to hide behind this cloak of giving people skills. Mm-hmm. But we all know that when these men get out of prison, they won't even be able to get a job yes. at McDonald's. Yeah. And the craziest part, I hate to be that girl that's always crying racism. Why? Why? But, I mean, come on. Look, look at the numbers. Yeah, the people are prisons, prison. It's, this proportion is 33% of the prison population is black mm-hmm. men. Like, mm-hmm. black, black people. Black people only make up 12% of the goddamn population. Yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. White yeah. people make up a third of the prison population, but 60% of the co- of the population of mm-hmm. the country. Mm-hmm. Come on, guys. Like, yeah. the so numbers, come on. They they, they, tell, speak, they, for they speak for themselves. And, and then you see the communities of color, black people and other communities of color, they're being much, they're being affected by this more. And mm-hmm. some people are getting upset because prisons are businesses just like most the most hospitals are businesses you know mm-hmm. healthcare is a business and they are that's worried that's a whole nother that's a whole topic nother, for a whole nother podcast scary let me see how much time we got on this oh we ain't got enough time to go there <laughs> that, yeah that is that's where it's frightening that to me is where you get into things that are just nefarious and it just seems like what is going on but anyway but with the prisons, yeah, that, that's good. For everybody who can't see, Stanley had like his hands on his forehead. You were really into it, that it point. Is, it, it is scary. <laughs> but the prison, you know, system, you know, you would hope, like Charlotte was saying, like you were saying, is just you would hope that these general, these these men and women would be able to be employed. But you know, in the instance of California, where I didn't even know this, they're using a lot of these men to put out these these wildfires. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're trained. You know, they have to learn, you know, how to correctly use the co- equipment, what to look for when they're going out there. But they can definitely, they will definitely not be employed by the fire department once they got out of, of prison. Of course not. And There's no, no, it's not even a consideration. No, it's not even a consideration. And for a lot of these people, I think, you know, when I was a kid, I have to be honest, I thought, oh my gosh, well, it's good that they're learning the skill. And a lot of prisoners who have been interviewed, they've said, listen, this gives me something to look forward to. This It makes me feel like I'm giving back and it gives me a skill. And that's an amazing thing. But how is this going to benefit you afterwards? And also, we don't want a system that's taking advantage because now different companies are sort of not not that it's an incentive for them but you know if you have oh, yeah it absolutely. is absolutely yes yes and what kind of tax breaks and stuff are they exactly. getting exactly and it's cheap labor yes. so they don't necessarily have to always outsource to other countries no yes. they have here in America they have people it's easy to get a hold of them that they can just send pay them their it, products. Pay, pay it and they're yes. servitude. And they're just wage. be their phone call center. Because yep. I I remember thinking, oh, the so and so I'm calling this company and the people ob- you know, they don't have uh it's you know, they would say they're from America. Are you getting someone who's from America? And you're like, you know, meaning that they speak English because a lot <laughs> of us don't speak more than one language. Right. Um and so you feel more comfortable doing that and then you're not thinking, Well, where is this person from? Oh no, I'm calling an inmate who's getting paid $3 an hour, who's working, you know, 20 hours a day, who's not getting paid enough in order to live, who's living, who's working in unsafe conditions. I think that was an eye-opener for me. And then also the the companies that were benefiting off of this, and it's still a thing that people don't know about. It's still something that they aren't willing to come forward and say this is what they're doing. They had this guy 
in, in high school in Massachusetts. And the seats in their auditorium were made by um, prison inmates. Mm. And um, he, did a re- he's, he did a report on this in his school newspaper, and it got a lot of um, eyes. And the New York Times picked it up and then called him mm-hmm. because they wanted to know, you know, digging, how did you do this? What did you look into? And so the, um, the company that they were working with, because it's kind of not a vendor, but it's like if I... You know, if if I want something done, like I want like my backyard paved, I go to that company, and that company has a contract with the prison that supplies those that those inmates, and then they in turn do the work for them. So, but they're doing this for for personal. Property no, 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 no. For... They no, no. They called a company. No, no, no. This is just in that school situation. I don't know. If, okay, I don't, I I'm doubt. just saying they're not like having them doing like landscaping at like the Joneses, right? No, I'm just saying. Cause... <laughs> the funny thing is, I don't know. I would that hope would that. be insane. That would be insane. But I'm thinking. I, I don't know if that's true. I know for like federal and like because there are private prisons too, and this is something that I'm just learning right. about. Those, I mean, I. I think most are. Yeah, because... And most prisons are private, mm-hmm. and they're pretty fucked up. That that season of Orange is the New Black mm-hmm. was not far off. Like, it's telling when they had... When Litchfield goes private, mm-hmm. and then it's like the food is not real food, mm-hmm. and then the overcrowding. Yeah, no one can get a job. They And then the jobs that they get, they don't pay them. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's real. And then what happened? They rioted. Yeah, they rioted. Yeah. <laughs> And and a lot of that's happening. That has happened in a lot of prisons, and they can be un like they can join a union. There is a union, but then it's prison workers union. Yeah, it is very because laws are different in different places, and then things aren't enforced. Right. So it's just like you know you have these group of people who are being punished for a crime, and then they are through the legal system. There, they, they, it's okay. It's legal for them to work while they're doing time. It's also a way for the country to sort of benefit from um, people that they have to pay to incarcerate. So it just becomes this ugly beast of now people are afraid that sometimes they're keeping people in prison too long uh, because they're, you know, they're getting money elsewhere from these companies who are hiring these workers. And there's this whole thing that's growing and people feel like, okay, well, you're not doing A, B, and C in order to rehabilitated these people in order to get them out or getting them out as soon or as quickly or keeping those numbers there, which is largely... So what I'm hearing is it's slavery all over again. That's what some people are saying. Well, yeah, and it's just Mm -hmm. like you figure a way around the laws so Mm -hmm. that you can reenact slavery to a large extent and then what is it doing? Again, the same thing I said on the last episode, building up this country on the backs of Black slaves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's so smart. They got. They found another way, another little loophole. Around this is when. That. This is when smarts can't be respected. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like I feel like there are times when I see people doing like semi-evil things mm-hmm. or not the most admirable things in the world through their smarts or through their wits. And even though I don't agree with the thing, I can say. Wow, that was really clever. Yeah. This is not one of those times. This only disgusts and angers me. This is ridiculous. Would you would you be okay? Because I I think I would. I would be okay, of course. If everything was right and just, I would be okay with them using prison labor to to to, to sort of give back and also if these people were being paid fairly. What do you fairly. mean to give back? Well, I'm thinking like if there's like recycling it always bothers me when people litter. So say they had a program where these people were, and we talked about that. 
I don't know if we talked about that, where we have this whole issue in America and in we other did. countries. Yes. Yeah. So they sort of train these men and women to sort of do some work on environmental issues. You know what I'm saying? So either, whether it's sorting out the trash, whether they're all together and they're helping to come up with different ways to establish different policies so that, to ensure that we are reducing our carbon footprint, mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. No. And, and they're being paid fairly. Okay, because no, I was no, no. going to say, I'm no, not no. okay with them doing anything and being treated like chattel. No, so. no, no, no. I agree. They have to be paid fairly and they have to be treated well. But apparently that's not I think the, the problem is fairly is subjective because we're talking about uh. inmates. That's true. And that's the issue. That's true. And then and there's no scale, there's no measure. It's completely arbitrary. So private prison A will say, Well, ninety eight cent an hour is fair. <laughs> and private prison B will be like, We think fifty cents is adequate enough. They're prisoners. They don't have to pay. They're not paying taxes on that money. Mm-hmm. We they, they get three square meals a day and they have a place to sleep and shower. And whatever every day while oh they're here, God. yeah, it's, it's 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 wild. When you said that, it made me think: Is this the? Is this like uh, my fiance Josh always says that you make a great lawyer? And mm-hmm. she's like, you be a great lawyer. And it makes me think because <laughs> you'll look at different things from different angles, and it's like he always seems like she would be a great litigant. She would be great. She would there be was amazing. a point in time where I thought that that was what I wanted to do for work, but then I was like. I feel like I'm going to just wake up and be like, I'm bumping my head up Mm -hmm. against a wall every day. And I wanted to work in like the criminal justice system. And I was like, this is looking like a bad idea, girl. And then I was like, fashion. (laughs) Completely opposite fashion. And then you ran into, yeah, it's like, it's it's funny that you ran into something that people would think, oh my gosh, this isn't a real business. It isn't real. Oh my God. And it dictates so much of our existence. Are you kidding me? So much of our existence. And it's the billion dollar industry. And also, still. Racism affects it. So it's just like, well, you can never so much escape racism. it. You so can never much escape racism. it. But the thing that you made me think of was that they had, you know, the issue that we're having now with um, families and kids who are being kept at the border in these different facilities Lord. where the conditions are not humane. Mm-hmm. And I saw this video, and I don't believe everything I hear and see on YouTube and read. I, I'm, I'm sorry, on Instagram and social media. But there was a particular, um, I think I follow like uh, Vice News or one of those sites. I love Vice News. Yeah, they're amazing. And they were taught, this lawyer was um, speaking to the judge and they were saying, listen, these people don't have, you know, adequate, um, you know, they're sleeping on, you know, concrete floors. They don't have blankets. They don't have, you know, they're all jammed, packed into one Mm -hmm. room, basically sleeping on top of each other. And it's just like, do you don't think this is a, a basic human right or basic human conditions that this person can survive and thrive right. and the art the lawyer was going back and forth with them was just like well no this is what not they weren't saying what they define sort of basic human rights as but it was very much that language of no because that is different to us this is how we define we don't think this is basic maybe they don't need running water maybe they don't need cushion bed cushiony beds they don't need blankets they just need foil to throw over themselves whatever keeps them warm you know what i'm saying right it's just that is scary when you can sort of break down the language and really, really sort of... Uh, to make it work for whatever argument work. you want to present. Yes. And that is 
Yeah. That's why people call lawyers <laughs> dirty, evil. <laughs> that's why they call them evil. But, and that's their job. That's their job. That is their jobs. And I'm sure a lot of people beat themselves up when they go home. And a lot of them drink. Oh, my God. <laughs> you just take the scotch to the head. I just, I can't. And the cheap shit, too. Yes. Because you do so much drinking, you can't be buying Johnny mm-hmm. Walker. Um, <laughs> and... <laughs> I mean to laugh. I don't even know like where the issues. I know that there was a protest um, last year regarding the um, the labor mm-hmm. in the in, in in the the prisons, but I don't know what the issue where they are right now. Right. I don't know how they're doing. I haven't heard anything about any changes, and I was doing some research, and it just seems to stop at 2018. Wow. And which is, well. I need to do some some digger some deeper digging but that's also scary it's just like this whole thing happened last year where people were protesting and now it's not a big of an issue partly i'm pretty sure because there's so much news about every other thing going on and then but we also have an election happening we have an but election that, happening. The, the funny thing is that's something that should come up during the election but i'm pretty sure that's something that a lot of the candidates won't want to touch with a 30-foot pole made by an inmate for five cents. Because... No. No. (laughs) um, Because that could be the thing that'll make or break your campaign. Yeah. So that's probably also the reason why we're not going to hear much about it because we have this campaign and I'm pretty sure they've all probably agreed with each other. Like, look, guys, let's all leave that one alone because mm-hmm. none of us will win. None of us. I can say I'm against it. You can say you're for it. It's going to be the thing to bury our campaigns. We're not doing it. Because it's money. And these corporations who are funding a lot of these campaigns benefit from that. And it was And I think also too that people are gonna fall on one side of the other mm-hmm. or the other. There isn't there's no gray area really. There's no middle ground for that. Like, eh, maybe pay these people a little bit more mm-hmm. and it's just like it is or it isn't. Yeah. And then it's gonna be yeah, down it is or it ain't. Yeah, it is or it ain't. <laughs> and then too, I'm pretty it's sure wrong. people would like people who would go, I'm willing to be open to this. I feel like that is gonna be like the the small de the small minutia of not even minutia of like, oh well, that person committed murder. And that exactly. person had petty losses. We cannot, you know, that right. person doesn't deserve. Right. Then there's layers. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, if you committed this sort of a level crime, then no, you shouldn't be paid this wage. Mm-hmm. And like I said, and then it'll be arbitrary. And then you're down that rabbit hole. And where do you go from there? Yeah. And so then, the candidates aren't going to touch that. It, it's, it is sad, too, because I keep thinking about it from the corporation standpoints of, Who's it's always about the money. They say follow the money. Mm-hmm. And if it wasn't like, you know, all these huge McDonald's, Whole Foods and whoever who are benefiting from this, then it wouldn't be it it, it wouldn't be an, it wouldn't be as big of an issue. It actually wouldn't be hard to take it on. Candidates could to try to change these things, but they can't because they they want because to Whole Foods and put some money behind their campaign. Yeah. And if I hold up home. Because the CEO of, you know, whatever company Mm-hmm. Put some money into their campaign. Exactly. Threw them a million dollar fundraiser. And, and and actually, to go off on a little bit of a tangent, really, really quickly, it you know it's you know Pride Month and all of that and mm-hmm. all and, and whatever. But for which and this is it's it. Yeah, it's, it's it. done. 
but Forbes, you know, because right now, you know, there have been so many companies who have their flags out, you know, on outside of their businesses or mm-hmm. on their businesses or commercials. There's all the advertisements we've seen, it, and people feel like, oh my gosh! And really everyone does a pride collection oh, now. And let me tell you, I know it because yeah. <laughs> everybody sends me these things. Hey, if you're doing, you know, whatever, we've got these new pride collection, mm-hmm. and I was like choosy. I'm like, let me see which ones I actually like are the ones that I actually, that actually speak to me, or just. Cosmetics that are mm-hmm. actually good. Yeah. Or skincare and stuff that's actually good. I mean, like, Listerine has a pride bottle. Shut up. They do. <laughs> I gotta be honest. I saw it. I was Shut like, oh, cute. I was at Target. A lot of it is cute. You're like, oh, this is adorable. Yes, OGX. It's so pretty. I was like, look at your little vibe. I love that. I love Listerine. that. Listerine. That is amazing. Yes. But, and you know, Listerine and OGX are both Johnson & Johnson companies. Mm-hmm. And theirs is part of a larger campaign. Okay. That they've been doing for a little while now mm-hmm. and that and um a lot of the proceeds go towards that's good yes certain organizations oh yeah yeah i'm not boasting about any companies that's just like oh we're gonna put rainbow <laughs> on our thing and like for the most part i will say this most of the oh, almost all mm-hmm. of the skincare brands and cosmetics companies that have reached out with like their product collections they all are um, donating part of the proceeds mm-hmm. to companies that benefit benefit like LGBTQIA plus um, or transgender, like just all these different organizations. That's great. Yeah, that's great. Cause it's just like, come on, like otherwise you're a scumbag. Cause mm-hmm. then you're out here just trying to capitalize on this thing that's happening, but you don't actually give a shit mm-hmm. about the people and like what it's really about, mm-hmm. aka just blackness yeah in, in the world yeah i just want you know and, put no, no, that no. out there because a lot of folks are trying to jump on the black train they don't give a shit about black people and they don't do anything because al was talking about that was talking about and what? he was like we were talking about something about pride and oh no we um i was telling him about the flags in kingston how mm. they had like the pride flag and they had the um the transgender flag and black lives matter and they had the black lives matter and then we were talking about um you know, it was like the, damn, let me make sure I get these details right. The federal government had ruled against, like, um, was the embassies mm-hmm. couldn't fly the pride flag. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, some embassies had petitioned to be able to do it, and mm-hmm. they lost. I didn't know that. And, no. yeah, and, of course, Pence was basically, Pence was, I'm going to sum it up. What he said is he was like, hell to the nah, y'all not putting that gay shit up there. Oh, wow. Um, All right. You know, to say the least. And um, <laughs> we were just saying, like, I was saying, like, none of this type of, like, big deal gets made during Black History Month. No. Like, the embassies don't say, can they fly the red, black, and green mm-hmm. flag nowhere? Like, no one. It was like, Black History Month is a thing. Yeah. It's been a thing it's for a while. Thing. And no one is like, hey, we want to do, like, Black History Month edition mm-hmm. of, you know, said product. Yeah. No, that doesn't happen. That doesn't you know, happen. so-and-so lotion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Things black people need. <laughs> yeah, everybody do, everybody do a little cocoa butter like collection. Vas- yeah. Vaseline. <laughs> Red, black, and green Vaseline yeah. top. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Wait, can I just say what? another tangent, though? Because uh, we're talking about, like, prison. We're talking about prison labor and this is absolutely nothing to do with that but we sang the black national anthem mm-hmm. on juneteenth at my job 
Oh, that's beautiful. And yeah, it was very beautiful. Except you don't know why I don't know the other two parts of that song, right? No, because you said the song was like it's really long. long. Yes. Yeah, and I didn't know Because we were making fun of the people like, oh, you don't know this? And then we looked and we were like, oh, we don't know this either, clearly. Because I only knew up to March on till mm-hmm. victory is won. There's two more verses after that. All right. All right. <laughs> but anywho, um, but then there was another celebration mm-hmm. at um, Meredith. And uh, we went, it was the turn up. Like, it was like a real thing. And I was like, I never celebrated Juneteenth a day in my life. And I went to some pretty black ass schools. (laughs) And I was like, like I grew up in Mm Bed-Stuy, you know, everybody was pretty black. And I'm like, we never celebrated Juneteenth. (laughs) But anyway, so we were on our way to the other celebration. And the invitation said, like, oh, there was a DJ. There'd be an open bar. And then it said, like, an African-American cuisine. Oh. And, right. And so, right, but we're on our way. And the one girl's like, y'all, what will we do if it's watermelon? (laughs) 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 And I was like, okay, so two things. I'd be highly offended because that'd be really fucked up and sick. But I'm going to eat it because I would love some watermelon what right now. <laughs> like, watermelon is delicious. I would absolutely eat it. <laughs> who was throwing, what company was throwing the June? Meredith stick? Corporation. Oh, uh, yes. okay. I like, <laughs> My thing is everybody loves watermelon. They have watermelon and fried chicken. Oh, I'm like, man. oh, man. Right. But, but it was like, I was like, that'd be fucked up. But I ain't going to lie. I'm going to eat it. Yeah. Because <laughs> watermelon is amazing. Because watermelon is amazing. Yes. And um, there was no watermelon. Mm, so I was a little watermelon. disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> you would, it got in your head, and you're like, I really, really hope. <laughs> I know. There was soul food, though. There was, like, mac and cheese. Was it good? It was delicious. Mm-hmm. And the, the I guess the cooks at Meredith made it. And, yeah. And oh. you know what was crazy? Hmm. Some of them guys might have came from prison. You never know. Oh, no. That's when, I think that's when it benefits. You know what I mean? When you learn a skill like that. Like cooking. And you can go, right, and you can go to somewhere like Meredith Corporation and they say, okay, well, we don't care about your background. Can you, I would hope you, can so. you cook? And you say, well, I was responsible for cooking for about a thousand inmates every, like, day and every night. Mm-hmm. And they go, okay, cool. And the food's good? Awesome. That's when it, like, really matters, and that's when it makes a difference. You see how I brought that all the way back brought around? Brought that full circle, like, honey. Nice, that was like, amazing. full circle. That yeah. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And not to say that those guys look like inmates. <laughs> Let's just be very well, clear. No, no, that no, is can... not what I'm saying. Yeah. Just because they were black and they cooked soul food does not mean that they were inmates. Those no. guys might be, like, Michelin star, like... Okay, maybe not Michelin star chefs, but you know, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, like actually, like skilled professional they chefs. No they records. cooked like they were. Um, but that isn't the kind of skill that you can pick up. And if the co- the companies are willing to hire, then it makes a difference. But if the companies aren't even going to hire, then this That's is the this is all a big you played yourself. Yeah, and and, and it needs to be the government. You would hope that there's some either touch base with each other or some sort of it's like it's it's the same government, so that you would. I mean, these companies are private, but you would hope that they would sort of fil- be able to filter. I know that they have programs where they're able to take um, former inmates and sort of uh, what do you call it? Um, introduce not introduce them back, but sort of reassimilate reassimilate them? them into companies that will are willing to take uh, people who have records. Right. But I, I don't. There there isn't enough. 
And there's never enough? There's not enough. No, um, not at all. Yeah, and I think that becomes an issue. Right, because even with companies doing away with having that question on um, job applications, which I think is not legal in the United States anymore, because mm-hmm. I know I worked for a company and they made a huge announcement about it. Like, if you have any applications that have that question, you have to throw them away. They were like, you cannot give that to someone. Mm-hmm. Like, don't just use it if you don't have any new copies. Here is the new application. Print out a bunch of copies. Do not give this to anyone. They made mm-hmm. a huge deal of it. So I think it's a legal thing now. Or at least in New York. Can you get your... At least in New York. In, in, in New York that yeah. you can't ask that. But they get around that because then they just do a background yeah, check. Yeah, they do a background check. Oh, of course. They just run a background yeah. check on your ass. So if you got a record, it's going to come If you got a speeding ticket, it's going to come up. If yeah. your credit's bad, it's going to come up. All of that stuff comes up. They see everything. Oh, yeah. For sure. Are you able to... I know you're able to get your GED in college. I mean, I'm sorry, in prison mm-hmm. in college. Are you able to get a college degree? Mm-hmm. In some, in some, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you, would do, you could do online or something like that? Or, yeah. In hmm. some prisons, yeah. I wonder what kind of, I wonder what sort of what corporations or what businesses get jobs. Because you've heard stories about like. Well, they're like, oh, Rutgers, uh, not Rutgers, I'm sorry, Rikers University. Yeah. <laughs> Are you oh, heard, interesting. Tell me about that experience. Yeah. You, you, you hear jobs about, for, I mean, you hear stories, I'm sorry, about former prisoners getting jobs but usually those are sen- not sensationalized but they're very few they're like this yes, guy who's now a writer who's now an author right or there's some some form of celebrity where they're doing they something they take these um they take stories that are not the norm what are yeah, you trying to say extraordinary extra yes. yeah, yeah and and put it in front of us to say oh well this grand thing can happen anything is possible yeah. Yeah. Like no. Yeah, it's like like Mark Zuckerberg. It's like yeah, you're gonna drop out of college and then ooh, you can create this thing and be a billionaire. And it's yeah. like you're not brilliant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. President that is Obama. Not what's going to Will happen. Smith. They go. This is these are examples of black people made. And it's like you name like five people, homie. You name like five people. <laughs> <laughs> All pretty light skinned, by the way. Yeah. Let's, like, not, let's, let's not take it back to this whole yeah, colorism. Let's not. Aspect. Let's not. But it's, it, it is an issue. We already did that podcast. Yes, Sorry. Yes. If you missed it, go back a couple episodes, give it a listen. <laughs> but yeah. yeah it, it, and, and so I, I guess, and I don't know, we're not summing it up. This is something that I'm going to try to do a bit more research on. You this, should. Because it's, it, it's something that I didn't know about. Mm-hmm. I knew that people. I, I did not know about these corporations, which makes sense. This is America. Any way to get cheap labor. Yeah, Anything oh, for to... sure. And I mean, it doesn't surprise me. And then I have a brother who's been in pri- in and out of prison for mm-hmm. years, decades now. And he um, he's always in some... In he always in some different program. Mm. Mm. I don't know, child. You should, you, should get, you should question him. Like, what you doing up in there? Oh, What's your God. job? What's your day-to-day like? You know, something like that. <sighs> Lord. That'd be a story. We have him on the podcast. Do a little phone. Um, we will not have him on the podcast. <laughs> we call him wherever he is <laughs> from prison because that's where he is right now. He's in prison. Yeah, tell us about your life. They gonna record that? Yeah. I think you met my brother. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. He's always pretty big because I've know, seen pictures. He's not home often. Mm-hmm. No, he doesn't stay home very often. He's in often. great shape. He'd be a great trainer. He would. And you know what? That's what I told him. Mm-hmm. That if he wanted to, when he got out, I would help him get certified. 
Because he could do private clients, and private clients it don't matter. That's amazing. If you can get them where they need to be, they don't. They're like, I, they don't I care. guess you know he did a little time. He, he needs nice all those drugs, but yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> people will forgive drugs. You know, people forgive he a lot of things. He didn't murder anybody. You know, and in rape some any circles, children. They forgive, but, uh, yeah, yeah, but yeah, they don't forgive yeah. raping children. But like, yeah. he didn't do anything like that. It's just drugs, mm-hmm. it's that kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I feel like people typically. We'll let a drug dealer train them. <laughs> as long as they body If he looks the part. If he looks the part. Exactly. Like, he, he's got a hard body. he my, got a hard my body. My old That's... trainer had, had, was locked up for drugs. Yeah. I think for like a year or something yeah. like that. And he was like, oh, this is not for me. I will never come back here. Oh, my God. And then he got his life in order. And he was That's like, so I'm good. not going back to that. He got certified. He was scared straight. <laughs> That's so he's also a very uh, handsome guy. He's a good-looking guy. He does not want to be locked up for too long. I feel like they have so many good-looking guys He's so in prison. Pretty. You like, mm-mm-mm, look at all this. I can't. Can you imagine him like? <laughs> that's. I can imagine like I'm driving the car. This is so bad. I'm driving the car somewhere, and I just see all these. Yard. Yeah, and I see all these dangerous. Like, like, oh, who is that? Uh, oh, girl. <laughs> we got and the category is prison fast. Prison real is like prison real. The judges say tens across the board. Listen, that's how. Um, what's his face got? A freaking modeling. What's it? Um. What's that his name? boy, Prison Bay. Yes. Is he really modeling though? Is yes. Okay, okay. Prison Bay is out here living his best life. He is fine as hell. He really he got is. a lot of tattoos on his on face. his face. Yeah, so that's where face. I draw the line. <laughs> You're like he is fine as hell. We're like he got a lot of tattoos. He got some tats on his face. A that's lot of not tattoos. really my thing. Oh my. <laughs> but he is fine, even with the tats on his face. Yeah, he's, he's fine. Like, and then there was the oh, Jeremy Meeks. That's his name, Jeremy Meeks. Prison bay, oh, that's and then there was another one. There was a second prison bay with the longer hair, also fine. I think also had tats on his neck and face. <laughs> I'm not with the tattoos. Excuse me. I'm just not there yet. We're the generation that's we're seeing that introduced. Like we didn't see that as kids. Like there was no one. There weren't a large amount of people just getting tattoos on their faces mm-hmm. when we were little. So we didn't grow up with that. Maybe the next generation. Because I'm just yeah. like that's a deal breaker. For I me. sank a little bit down the rabbit hole of some football player named Jihad, something of another. Mm-hmm. And um, he he has so many tattoos. Like he looks like like one of those movies, like the Mummy, mm. where they put they painted the hieroglyphics on mm. somebody for the movie. Oh my god! He's so many tats. I was like, oh my god! Do tats like, bother? How did you? that feel? Well, I I don't. I mean, I don't like want what, you to look like a walking hieroglyph. Like, like what I if don't. he had all those tats on his body? You would be like, that's a lot. What? Okay. Even just all over his chest and you like met stuff. This guy. It was you like, go out with him. He oh, he is very good. Oh, he's handsome. Oh, he's really what handsome. What if he's very good? Jihad, if you ever hear this, I think you are a handsome man. I can imagine. No. I know you're taking now, but yes, I know that I, I can am imagine. Not available, Jihad. Stop trying to slide into yeah, my DMs. Stop DM. doing it. Okay. <laughs> you can send us pictures. <laughs> You know, well, we, other than that, nothing real is going to happen, but send a picture. Yeah, so if you went out with this guy, you know, I love doing a good hypothetical. You, you went out really with this guy, do. you had a good time with him, mm-hmm. and then he made you laugh, he was he was, he was was tall, all he needs to be he's is tall. He's tall. Yeah, he had a good job, and then... <laughs> he's a football player. He's, a, he's got a decent Whatever, job. this guy, he, he, remo- you, you, he took off his shirt, and then you realized there were lots of tattoos, and then he told you, it's all over my body. I mean... <laughs> This is the first date. 
It's the first day. Yeah, you guys. Why went, it was the summer. Chest on the first day. You guys. It's it's a nice. Oh, night. maybe you guys we went to have a picnic. He took his shirt off. No. Well, okay. We can go with that. Okay. I mean, you know, we'd be in Central Park. Who's like, taking their shirts? I guess if it's really hot. If we were in Central Park, it's at eighty something degrees. You do day. like to wear a bikini top underneath. I do. Yes. In the summer, I pretty much wear a bikini every day, mm-hmm. just in case, because you never know. You never. Know. We all end up in a situation where there's a pool <laughs> or a beach. I'm just saying. That is. Smart. It has happened to me on a couple it, of occasions. It has happened to you. Yes. <laughs> and has, I was it so. I was prepared. Yes. Um, or somebody's like, come to my friend's rooftop. And you uh, get yeah. there, there's a dope pool or something. Yeah, the guy's taking you out. And then he's like, yo, my friend said, let's come to my, his rooftop for a pool, a dip in the pool. You go there, he takes off his shirt, removes it, he just has a swimming trunks on, and there's just tattoos everywhere. Beautiful man. Beautiful right. man. Tall. I mean, I don't think... That, you Chocolate. keep saying tall. I need you to stop. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think that it's a deal breaker where I'd be like, oh, not them tats. Because Al has tats. And they're, nah, they're not the not best the tats. tats either. Like, Ooh. he got some of them when he was, when he was young. Were they hard? And it was just like, oh, honey, what were you doing? Yeah. Like, one of them says Big Al. I was just like, okay. <laughs> We might have to edit this out. <laughs> I think, I think Where is we're it? Gonna Where have is to edit this out. Um, but you know, it's I don't hold that against him. I wasn't like Big Al. This is done. Like can, it is. Can I call is. him that from now on? <laughs> we don't. What's up, Big Al? <laughs> Well, you know, sometimes I do my little Peggy Bundy. Oh, and I walk around. Ah, or, oh, ah. <laughs> I don't think he likes it. <laughs> That's funny. So, wow, we did go on quite a bit of a tangent. Yes. Um, but I think, you know, we don't want to talk too long about that whole prison it's, labor it's thing. because It is depressing. And, and it's about... sad and it's angering. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Sometimes that stuff just makes me feel a little helpless. Yes. Because... It's one of those things where you feel like you're just hitting your head up against a brick mm-hmm. wall, trying to fight against this, these things, and it's these large corporations that control it. Yeah, and it renders you helpless a lot of the times. Cause even it's like Chick Fil A, you mm-hmm. know. I refuse. I will not eat at Chick Fil A. I will not give Chick Fil A my money. But so many people don't care. So many people and don't care. And continue to eat at Chick Fil A and patronize Chick mm-hmm. uh, Chick Fil A, and so they're gonna continue to thrive. And I just feel really fucked up about it. Yeah. I'm still not gonna eat there. And that's you. That's you doing your part. You know. Yeah, but it's such a small part. It's such a small part, but I think a part of. Not because the thing that you're saying about feeling hopeless and feeling like helpless. You, helpless. I'm sorry. Feeling helpless is um is is very is very I think prevalent nowadays mm-hmm. because you're hearing all of this negative news coming from everywhere and it's not just it's not in America then it's in another country you're hearing about the natural disaster or just things it happened in Sudan and all of these different places and it it overwhelms you and I think I figured out what can I do what but at some- least I feel like with a natural disaster I feel way more like I can do something to help yes you know because then it's then when it's like man made fucked up shit happening. Mm-hmm. And it's huge corporations that are in control of stuff and have decided how they're going to control us. Well, I think then for me, because I'm struggling with that, I think I can only control, like, what, I can only control certain things. So what can I do to sort of make an impact in my own small way? And it's just like, like what you're saying, not patronizing corporations and businesses which don't have my best interest in mind or don't, or do things that I don't agree with or have practices that I don't agree with. But they own a lot more stuff than you think. That's that's what it comes down to. And then it's just like, if you didn't agree with something Amazon was doing, could you actually get along in this world and not patronize Amazon? Yeah. 
Probably not. Yeah, probably not. And even what you're saying is, you know, touching back on um, the fact that it's Pride Month and, you know, businesses really sort of taking advantage of that, which I'm on the fence about because I think, listen, you can be a scumbag and you can do that, but also what it's putting out there is it's putting out, it's also doing positive work in the sense that there are a lot of people who are seeing that and a lot of people who I think are being changed by that and receiving that, and that's the positive thing. Mm -hmm. It sucks that you have these practices behind the scenes like Forbes also did this article and it released companies that gave to anti-gay organizations. Mm -hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, it was Home Depot. You know, I love some Home Depot. Yeah. Home Depot was on there. Bank of America. And I love Bank of America. I don't. And Bank like, of America's the worst. Well, I, you know what? I've just been with yeah, them so long. Stop banking with the them. They are the worst. But a lot, a huge, huge corporations. And it was like a list of like 10 or 11 um, businesses. Right. Which gave millions of dollars in 2018. Right to these corporations which are anti-gay right and banks and, and then even with all this pride stuff it's just like yes we stop and we do this in june and then that's the end of that mm -hmm. and then it's like okay homosexuality continues on mm -hmm. you know mm -hmm. and uh these black transgender women are still being murdered at mm -hmm. alarming rates and so what's happening that's after june and that's when we have to, because what you mentioned, what we were talking about before being Band like Black History Month hasn't been something that a lot of um, the companies have jumped on and mm -hmm. tried to sort of monetize. But, you know, the gay thing people have. And it's interesting because I don't know if it was Josh or if it was someone, a white person, mm -hmm. a white man was telling, he's just like, well, that's because it's white men who are, who are sort of usually at the forefront of, course. of, of driving this. Right. And, you know, they have their own connections and resources and, you know, that's what makes it so much more visible than other that's times. Also, Latino History Month. Right. Yeah, I was going to say that's that... also why certain movements have moved much further along oh my gosh. than others because if it affected white people, then listen, I'm going to get back to like, <laughs> yes, yes, white men. Um, Lord, we'll be here all day if yes. we go down that rabbit some, hole. Uh, yes, but someone would, just the last thing I'm going to say is someone was like, can you imagine if um, men were menstruating? Or men were going through, just like, those things will be solved. It's like, we have this for free. We'll have to pay for, you know, our tampons and things that we need in order to make, not maintain, but sort of. There'd be tampon boxes on every corner. On every corner, girl. Of every city. Yeah. Across the United States. They would have figured out something to, 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 to not cure, but to, to cure make menopause <laughs> a little bit easier. Fibros, any sort of issue mm -hmm. that women go through because of their menstrual cycle or because of something that's very natural. Oh, no. Pretty mm -hmm. sure men would have had. They would have, oh, no, honey, I'm not down with this cramp. While I'm in this meeting, we're going to find a pill for that. We're going to get a, a cure for this. Yes. Or it'd be like, okay, you you won't be at the meeting or work from Ex home or whatever accommodations that needed to be that made would too. be made. Yes, yeah, there'd be a lactating room on every full, <laughs> several. <laughs> yes, and men had to do that. <laughs> the menstruation room. Yeah, it's just like I no just need be, a dark chamber right now. Yes, no one be crushing men taking out their breasts in public. It'd be it's like, like a, this is what we do. <laughs> you know how the jobs have the cereal thing? Oh. They'd have like an ibuprofen one. Yeah, yeah, for <laughs> free. right there at the front. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, it's funny because I work, you know, with a lot of women. So mm -hmm. people always ask like, oh, do y'all sync up? And I'm like, I'm sure we do. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I remember one week being like asking someone, oh, my God, do you have ibuprofen? And she was like, you're like the sixth person that asked me that today. So-and-so has it. And I was like, it, hey, it yeah. happens. Free, yep. free, yeah, free pain relievers <laughs> everywhere. 
that you'd have whatever amount of time you needed to take off from maternity leave. It's like, man, <laughs> yeah, I mean, child. Yeah, I remember this girl. This was just a few weeks ago. Asked me if I had a tampon. I don't know her. Random stranger in the bathroom, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Oh yeah, hang on, let me go grab it," because I had my stuff close by. So I went and I brought it back, and I was like, "I got the whole slew." I was like, "I got regular panty liners. I got pads. I got overnight pads. I got regular flow. <laughs> I got super flow, and I got super plus for your tampon. Mm-hmm. Which one you need?" And she was like, "I'll take the super plus." Like mm-hmm. I was like. Embarrassed about it, girl. She was like, Thank you so much. You are a lifesaver. I'm like, We have to do these kinds of things for each other. Like, she was a random stranger. I mm-hmm. went all the way down the seas to get my stuff. I came back because I'm like, What I'm gonna do? Let her just bleed on the floor? Like, what the- and it's something that, <laughs> like, come most on now. Understand, but there you know? should have been a machine in there. But then, even still, what? like, the machine sometimes will be in there and it's like 50 cents. It's like, Who has 50 cents? Mm-hmm. Like, when's the last time you actually saw 50 cents mm-hmm. with your eyes? Like, no. Like, you go to some jobs, they just have it. It's free. It's mm-hmm. there. It's available. That's and how it, it should be. That's how it should be. And it is something that... It's it's not even just, like, it affects over half the population or something that's just biologically natural. It also is something that's integral to the... If women didn't have menstruation or here, it's like, well, we wouldn't exist. It's It's... It seems because I know we live in all these movies and shows that they're currently making where children just aren't healthy. Children aren't being born. Like the Handmaid's Tale. It's insane. It's like you need this in order to continue being uh, continue. (laughs) We need this in order for there to be more humans, and it's something that women can't change or they can't stop. But even if we didn't need this to make more humans, is it just not enough that half the population needs it? Well, that's my thing. And they're part of the population and should just be treated like we give a shit about them? It's it's not something that is just like, well, that type of, that woman doesn't, it's just like, no, sort of most women will experience this and it's something that is just most women yeah. will experience what? Menstrual cycles. Oh, no, I, all I, women will. No, because I was thinking there's some... I'm <laughs> like, all will. Well, there's some, like, in instances where women stop menstruating because of, like... like yes, other but at some point in their life, they needed yeah, yeah. a pad or, I didn't, or I'm, a tr- I'm trying to be PCI. You are. Everyone you're, because like, I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah, but yeah. nope, I don't know any women that haven't. And if you yes. haven't, that's rare. Yes, yes, that's rare. I know some women <laughs> some who don't in as your often, life, or they don't it go. It will happen. Yeah, and it's different for them, you know, the symptoms and, the, you know, all of these things. Yeah. But, it, yeah, it is it is in, a little bit ridiculous. Yeah. That. Well, on that note, oh, we're gosh. out of time. We're right out here. of time. Oh, yeah. my word. We okay. have to go. All righty. Yes. So, darling. But- We'll be back next week. Yes, yes, um, we will. So, if you like this episode, make sure you rate us. Subscribe. We are on iTunes. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're pretty much anywhere you listen to your podcast. Mm-hmm. So, make sure you tune all the way up into that. Yeah. Oh, I got the burpees. Excuse mm-hmm. me, guys. Because we're drinking wine. We, we drinking? are drinking wine. Mm-hmm. And then we actually did eat a bunch of watermelon. We did. <laughs> we ate a bunch of watermelon. Delicious. It was delicious. Mm-hmm. Where'd you get that? It was really good. I got it from some red grocery store where we used to live. Oh, it was really good, yeah. Um, and then you can also <laughs> follow us. You can follow us on Instagram at Black Hipster Podcast. You can also shoot us an email if you feel so inclined. Mm-hmm. Tell us how much you love the sound of our voices yeah, yeah. at at gmail.com. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You can also follow me at Always Fashion Week. Follow me at Sandra W. In the meantime, Bye bye. bye.